What's the matter, Mark? N- nothing. Nothing's wrong. What's wrong with you? You feeling okay today? I feel like I don't fit in. Square peg in a round hole, huh? Yeah. Oh, weird. Today, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite, I would say, a mall punk band. Because people say like mall metal. Have you ever heard the term mall metal? Well, malls were invented in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Then that's perfect. This was the first mall punk band. I think people from New Jersey would acknowledge that. I think the Misfits should count themselves as lucky that we're even talking about them. I don't think they or anyone who cares about them have any room to complain about anything that you want to call them. The band to me is like if I were to ask someone, oh, I love heavy metal and I, and I would ask him who their favorite metal band was and they said Nickelback in my head I'm like oh shit this person doesn't like heavy metal or but if I ask them what their favorite punk band is and they say Misfits that's literally the equivalent of saying Nickelback is your favorite metal band I think the Misfits are the most generic Sex Pistols gotta be the most generic uh maybe I'm gonna start asking because I'm gonna ask people what's what your favorite, favorite punk, punk band, band? <laughs> and I, I almost guarantee you Every person I know that says they like punk that's a total poser is going to say The Misfits. If someone asked me, just for no reason out of nowhere, if someone just asked me what my favorite punk band was... Yeah, what would your answer be? I would turn around and walk away from them. (laughs) I do not want to be having that conversation. Well, next time you get drunk, I'm going to ask you. I'm drunk right now. I am confused why you don't like this band, though, because I know how much you love all the... oh. (laughs) It's my favorite thing, yeah. Yeah. I do love it. I think it's, uh, I just love it when other people do it, not Glenn. His name alone pisses me off. What's wrong with Glenn? It just makes me think of a dork. I mean, shout out to all the Glens listening to this uh, podcast. I'm pretty sure Danzig is a dork. Yeah, he's a huge dork. He's a goth dork. Yeah, he is. He's a guy that wears fishnets to fucking the grocery store on the weekends, dork. He takes this shit pretty seriously. He takes himself pretty seriously, and he's a pretty ridiculous person, I think. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he wore, like, white makeup on the weekends. Just to make himself seem more pale than he really is. This is really bad music. Even by punk standards, right? Yeah. I mean, punk, we've talked about it before. At at some point along the lines, it seems that the word punk just sort of came to mean bad. (laughs) If something is bad, you just call it punk and people buy it anyway. The Misfits are like that band that uh, just can't play their instruments. I don't want to be a gatekeeper to punk rock and say this is punk and this is not punk. I'll do it. But not all punk is just some dudes who can't play their guitars and barely put together a fucking song. Again, can I get an example here? No. (laughs) No, there are no fucking examples. Okay, so I do try to listen to a lot of music for most of the episodes that we do, you know. Uh, Just put an album on while I'm doing whatever else I'm doing. But man, I could not hang with the misfits it's the monotony of it is just relentless it, you're just getting pummeled in the face with the same ass shit over and over and over again it's a band that if i didn't tell you it was the misfits and i just gave it to someone to listen to and said listen to this do you like it i guarantee you no one is going to say yes not one single person is going to go I really like this. This is really good. What is this? It's so bad that it honestly doesn't even feel necessary to dissect what sucks about the music. It clearly just sucks. Anyone who wants to argue that this is good music, I there that what? I had a friend who told me recently when we were discussing them getting back together and going on tour, he said, uh, and I quote, it's just bad music. It's just bad. He was kind of trying to be nice and political about it. He didn't want to trash it. And I was like, no, it is bad. He felt guilty about it, and I didn't. I was like reassuring him, like, no, it's okay <laughs> yeah. for you to say it's fucking bad. I've heard The Misfits a lot. I think everybody's heard The Misfits a lot. I don't know how you could not have heard them many times in your life. 80s Danzig or 90s Danzig? Oh, 
Misfits? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Misfits, sorry. <laughs> Anyone who wants to defend not Danzig Misfits, again, turn around, walk away. I'm not even engaging in that particular conversation. Are there Danzig purists out there? That think that the Danzig Misfits are amazing? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Wow. First of all, I think Jerry only had only been playing bass for two months when he joined the band. I think they put him in the band because they saw a bass in his car. He was Glenn's neighbor, and they saw his bass in his car or something. And so, hey, you want to be the bass player in our band? That's it. That's their standard. No, see, if you had told me that the story was they were sitting around showing each other their comic book collection. Yeah. And he said, oh, what's that over there? And he's like, oh, I play bass too, but check out these sweet comic books I have. I would say that's more believable. There is some video of them performing in the early 80s before Danzig quit the band and everything. If you truly love listening to this band's albums with Danzig, I think you would have hated them live. Just go back and watch the video because if what you love is Danzig's, oh, oh, like all that shit, he doesn't do any of the singing live. Live, he's just like fucking yelling because they're playing so loud. Danzig is just barking. And if you like that, if you think that you would have liked that concert and you would have liked to have been at that show and just seen this loud, sloppy ass music from inept musicians with this guy yelling on stage and everything, you would have loved literally any other punk band playing literally any other punk show. I think it's just about the theatrics of it, the horror punk thing, which is just a ripoff, in my opinion, of Kiss, who is just a ripoff of Alice Cooper. One major difference, I think it's fair to say objectively that Danzig was pretty hot. He's a better looking guy than anybody in Kiss. Anybody in Kiss any or point, Alice Cooper. At any point in time, sure. Yeah. I, that's fine. I have had conversations with girls who were like sploosh when you talk about young Danzig, you know. Yeah, that's whatever. Okay. You don't want this I know, sound? No, I know what that is. Yeah. Psh. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're fart. They're Psh. farting. Yeah, they're farting, Mark. Yeah, like girls get excited and they fart. <laughs> yeah, the pre-sex fart as one does. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing, right? I mean, you're a parent, so I hope you know about how to please a lady. <laughs> this is Mark Mosley talking. Uh, by this time, you probably have a good idea whether you agree with us or not. And if you don't like the podcast, that's completely fine. Everyone needs a moronic friend. Either way, we don't really care. We just like to get discussions going around all these topics, you know? If you're a fan of me, Tyler... Do us a favor. Go ahead and share this episode. Yeah, tweet about it. Post it on your Facebook. Actually, the thing I think you should do, click the little share button on whatever phone you have. Send it to someone that you know likes the band of the episode that you're currently listening to. It is most important <laughs> thing that you know where your friends stand with these things. And the only way to know that is you send them this episode. You wait for the fallout to happen. Right. Then go to yfbspod.com. You can get stickers, buttons, shirts. By the time you're hearing this, there's no telling what will be in the store. Just get something. Yeah. Make sure if it's a sticker, like put it on your car. On the passenger side window facing in after that friend doesn't even acknowledge that you sent them the episode but they definitely listen to it no way to resist it it's kind of awkward the next time you see them sure especially when you're wearing a your favorite band sucks t-shirt mm -hmm. you know yeah you'll like it i'm trying i'm trying a new catchphrase out hey, you'll like it you'll like it mark says you'll like it <laughs> my point is <laughs> I think the guys in the band couldn't play as good as Kiss, which is already atrociously bad, who couldn't play as good as Alice Cooper. So by the time you get to the Misfits, 
it's just a bunch of guys standing around, but they look the part. You know what I mean? They look like goth dude, horror thing. Like, look at me. I'm like ripped in blood. Oh, yeah, look at this. It's so cool. And people are like, oh, my God, this is great. I love this. It's so good. You can only watch so much Kiss. They were like, oh, who are these dirty guys? These guys are dirty and they can't play their guitars. I think you're onto something there. One thing that I wanted to get into a little bit later that would be a difference that I see is I think that Danzig was a true believer in everything that he's ever done. He's not faking at yeah, all. I don't, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He fucking means it. I think he legitimately wears makeup, not when he's just for shows. I think this is who he is 24-7. Yeah. Even before money was coming. Yeah, no. All right, I do love the story of how the Misfits got started. Do you want to hear that? Sure. They met at a Hot Topic. <laughs> on the Jersey Shore. Saying that the misfits met in a hot topic would be like saying that Jesus met the disciples in a Catholic church. I actually have in my notes right here, the third thing down. See, see right there. Mm -hmm. It says inspired hot topic. Hot topic wouldn't exist without the fucking misfits. You're right. They started off, they were just this shitty little garage band and they stayed just a <laughs> shitty little garage <laughs> And nothing changed. End episode. But here's something that I think is really hilarious is they did not have a guitar player originally and Danzig played keyboard. Did you know about this? Mm -mm. You can find their first single and it's Danzig pounding away on a keyboard Still singing the same way about like the same type of shit. And it's fucking funny. It's really, I mean, unintentionally, of course. Hilarious. You should check it out. I definitely have to look it up. I found it on YouTube because that's how I listen to most of the bullshit that we have to listen to for this because I'm definitely not going to pay for it. Shout out YouTube. It's awful, that first single. But Danzig starts a record label to put that single out. And it didn't do anything, of course. But then a few months later, Mercury Records, major, major label, put something out on an imprint of theirs called Blank Records. Only problem is that's the name of the label that Danzig started to put this single out and he owns the trademark. Mm. So rather than get all weird in a lawsuit and do all this crazy shit, Mercury is like, oh, you're in a band and you want to be in the music business. How about we give you 30 hours of recording time in a real studio in exchange for that name of that label? And they take it. They want to get as much out of that as they can, you know? So they get in the studio and just run through as many songs as they can. They're doing super short songs, basically just recording them live. You know, they're not spending any time getting a good guitar sound or a good drum sound or any shit like that. They're just like, get in there, set it up, play the fucking song, record everything at once, next song. This is, to be clear, the only way you end up with Glenn Danzig in a professional recording studio in 1978 screaming about Jackie Onassis Fucking JFK's dead dick. That's the only way that happens. <laughs> That's actually, shout out Glenn for singing that part. Oh yeah. <laughs> but everything after that first batch of song gets progressively worse and worse. It's all downhill from there. If people don't know this story, the songs that they're recording in the studio are what end up on the album Static Age, which. Here's the thing real quick. If you had told me that they went into this studio cause they got all that studio time and recorded 150 songs, and those were the only songs they ever recorded. They just, every year they released a new quote unquote record, but it was just those songs. I would totally believe you. I hear a big difference in everything on Static Age and everything else they ever did. And I think that the energy that you hear in Static Age 
is a bunch of children in a professional environment. It's recorded with very nice equipment, but they have no business using it. So you're sort of hearing something that you would never hear before. I think that appeals to people is it does have a unique sound because what you're hearing would never happen. Mercury Records isn't gonna sign some band that is the Misfits or equivalent in quality to the Misfits, send them into the studio and be like, okay, that's the album. But all they give a fuck about is letting these guys use the 30 hours that they gave them. So it's like, yeah, go in there and do whatever the fuck you want to. We don't care. Yeah. So it's basically like letting a bunch of people run around in the candy store, grab all the shit that they want to, and just shove it in their faces until they get sick and throw up on it. I think what you're hearing is hatred. Of what? Of Glenn hating his band. Not yet. Not yet? No, I think he always hated it. You don't think so? You think at some point he was uh, he was into it? Oh, I think he was probably real wrapped up in all of this shit. Also, the lyrics on Static Age are way more intense than anything he ever wrote again. We're talking some heavy-duty phantasmagoria of offensive imagery that he's just spewing forth out of his non-conscious mind. Not, these songs don't even get put out, by the way. They get all this shit recorded, and then they can't get anyone to put it out. You know, Mercury, they're like, fuck you, we're not putting that out. They weren't signed to the label anyways. They don't have a, a record deal or anything. They don't have money to really put it out. So they just put out an EP, the Bullet EP. It has the songs Bullet, We Are 138, Attitude, and Hollywood Babylon. It, that's a single. The songs are so short that they can put those four songs out as a single. a single. Right after that, they steer hard into all this horror movie bullshit. Hard. Which we also haven't hard. even talked about is the fact that almost all Misfit songs are written about bad horror movies. Nearly every single I was one. I say every song that I could think of. Nearly every I one. Go, I didn't go deep into the deep cuts for Misfits, but if you look up horror punk, they are literally the poster child for it. They may have invented it. I think they, they did invent and it. And it's actually kind of smart if you are not good at writing songs because you're taking the story from a movie. This movie had a bunch of real writers creating a story to go into that movie so then you're at home, you don't have to come up with a story. All you got to do is just hijack their thing and slam your fucking bass guitar around to it. Dude, Basically yeah. the Cliff's Notes version of someone else's work. By the time their first debut album does come out, they already suck. If you like Static Age, that shit didn't even come out then. That shit didn't come out until the fucking 90s. Even if you like Static Age, still, I, I could talk shit on that album too. Are you kidding? Do you want to talk about some lyrics? <laughs> Danzig starts yelling about Christmas cards to which I never reply. Dude, are you also not going to clean your room when you get home? Dude, I'm telling you, if you were to apply these lyrics to a band that is universally hated, if you were to say to somebody, I'm just going to stick with Nickelback because I've mentioned them six times this podcast. <laughs> if you were to tell someone these are some Nickelback lyrics, they would dump all over They it. would shit on it up and fucking down. They would not shut up about how stupid those lyrics are. But because fucking Danzig says it, people are like, I mean, yeah, that's cool, dude. Like, oh no, Glenn, whatever you do, you better not not reply to those Christmas cards or you'll really be in trouble, you little bastard. God damn it, Glenn. I told you to respond to those Christmas cards. Also, do you think he really killed someone's baby today? No. I cannot endorse that type of behavior. Not cool, dude. As someone with a kid that's fucked up. Their first album comes out. Glenn has started drawing bones onto his black stage clothes. Yeah. Throwing out their devil locks already. The shtick is sticking at this point. I don't know if anyone has heard Jerry only talk like ever, but if you look up a more recent interview with him, it's hilarious. Because if you wipe off all the makeup, 
comb his receding hairline double lock back. What you're seeing and what you're hearing is just a taxi cab driver from New Jersey. That's what this dude would be doing if he never met Glenn Danzig. Big, strong cab driver. There's just a huge difference in these guys. You know, I, I believe that Jerry only is saved. Conversely, Danzig straight up believes that werewolves exist. I'm not joking. He's not joking. And I don't think he was ever joking about any of this. I don't think he's joking ever. No, I don't know if he has a sense of humor. Dead. I don't think he does. I don't think he's ever fucking smiled. Does he ever smile? Is there a picture of him smiling? Not one that hasn't been doctored. He probably got Botox in his face so he can't smile. Oh, Jesus. That's how hardcore I think Danzig is. The misfits are the polar opposite of the Smiths, if you think about it, because the Smiths are all like smart assy, everything's a joke. And with the Misfits, not fucking kidding. Yeah, I feel like if we were to meet the Misfits, they would probably want to fight us. For real. When they were kids, you know, for sure, Danzig would try to... No, okay, I think that Glenn Danzig is living in the world of these movies that he writes these songs about. These movies might as well be documentaries as far as this guy's concerned. Yeah, he thinks they're real. What is that company that puts out those shitty... Uh... Trauma? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Trauma. I feel like he watches all the trauma movies and he's, it's like a documentary. I think this is the kid who had detention every single day after school. The kid who was always drawing bats with bloody fangs and decapitated heads on his school books and getting in trouble. The kid who always had a butterfly knife on him, you know, and he couldn't wait to show it to you. It's quite possible that being the singer of the Misfits is the only reason this guy isn't a serial killer. That's a fair point. I do wonder... What would Glenn, so Jerry would be a cab driver. What the fuck would Glenn Danzig be doing right now if he wasn't in the Misfits? That's what I want to know. He would be a store manager at Hot Topic, secretly killing people and burying their bodies in his backyard. Oh, he'd be the Burbs. You know the Burbs? Yeah. You remember the Burbs? He would yeah. be their fucking family. That's yeah. what he would be doing. I think that's, yeah. That's him. That's exactly, that is basically, I For I mean, all we know, that fuck, could that's be what him he's doing now. now. Yeah. I think that's actually fair. He might be doing that right this second. Possible. All right, so Jerry Only and Danzig coming at this from two different angles. At best, Jerry Only thinks it's all a joke and funny. The more cynical take is dollar dollar bill, y'all. Gotta get money. I mean, who, who gives a fuck? The band breaks up. All, a bunch of dumb shit happens. Everyone knows the, the band, band breaks, breaks up. up. And lawsuit stuff, we find it generally too boring to get into. Basically what happened is Danzig breaks up the band to go do Sam Hain, which morphs into just being Danzig. So people liked Danzig band Danzig. Yeah. Because they liked that. They found his earlier band and they liked that too. Uh, Metallica covered the, the Misfits. Um, someone else did too. I can't remember who else covered. Oh, uh, Guns N' Roses did Attitude. Uh, yeah, Guns N' Roses did Attitude. Metallica did uh, what? Last Caress. Yeah, uh, yeah, and which was huge. Yeah, and probably brought the Misfits into a, a oh, absolutely a relevance that did not exist outside of. I think Glenn has acknowledged that. But Glenn keeps putting out misfit stuff. He's releasing old recordings that hadn't come out yet. But what he'd do is he would go in the studio and record himself playing guitar over whoever did the guitar part, himself playing bass over uh, Jerry's bass line. So he doesn't have to pay these other people when this music comes out. And so Jerry sues him. You know, he's saying that he and Doyle wrote 25, maybe 30% of all this music. 
Danzig's like, nah, I wrote all that shit myself and you know it. So Jerry's like, okay, fine. At least let us go back out on tour. At least let us take the band on tour. Let us use the name and let us use the logo and everything. The logo is all that fucking yeah, matters. We all know what happens here because in my own personal life, I can't remember a time when the Misfits logo was not ever present. I don't know if you can. No, no, I can't at all apparently the reason why it is everywhere is just because of this lawsuit we could do an entire episode just simply on the merchandise so jerry after he gets the rights from the lawsuit they invite danzig hey do you want to go back on tour with us since we're gonna do it he's like are you fucking high right now no we're not doing that so they go out and this is where the michael graves dude comes in and in the interim when everyone was doing all their separate things Jerry and Doyle had started this Christian metal band called Christ the Conqueror, like K-R-Y-S-T, Christ the Conqueror. So then they make that Misfits album, quote unquote Misfits album, American Psycho, Michael Graves singing on it. And it sounds exactly like Christ the Conqueror. It sounds nothing like what people have thought of as the Misfits for so long. And everyone's all pissed about that, you know, rightfully so. Sure, so bad. They clearly aren't even trying for anything other than the cash grab. What else could it possibly be? I remember reading an interview a long time ago. They're going on tour to sell t-shirts. That's what they're doing. Exactly. Jerry was talking about how the first thing they do when when a new member joins the band is get them into the gym and get them ripped. Because that matters way more than any other aspect of it. It's just theater. Everything about it comes down to a t-shirt and theater. Here's where it really gets into KISS territory yes big time literally just the logo that is it and it's that on everything and i assume i really do that at least nine out of ten people that i see wearing a misfit shirts cannot name one misfit song and if they can they can't name two i would bet a hundred dollars we could take a video camera around one day and we will ask people because you see them everywhere to name three we'll say name two misfit songs it's the nike swoosh of people who wear black Yes, it is. It's so, so just funny. If people don't know, if people think we're exaggerating by calling them the kiss of punk or whatever, you've got to know for one thing. But here are just some of the products that the Misfits have done. Misfits bobblehead dolls, some weird boots that look like Uggs. Not joking, for real. Just look this shit up. Misfits incense holders. How? What? Why? Misfits shower curtain. Do you need a Misfits shower curtain? Nothing says punk rock like this sweet fucking shower curtain. Bucket hats and flip-flops. I had to look up what a bucket hat was called because I forgot, because I thought we all agreed as a species to stop wearing them, but it turns out that misfits are stamping the skull on there and shipping it. Think about that. If you, oh my God, they're on those hats. What kind of horrible person? You know, for when you want to go to the beach and let everyone know you that shouldn't you're even still be, punk. Yeah, you shouldn't even be in the sun, dude, if you're a misfits fan. You should never even have a chance to wear it because you're supposed to be allergic to the sun. They're reuniting or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they're going back on tour. Yeah, they did those shows in LA and they did well, of course, because it's the Misfits. And now they're going to go on the road. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Danzig should have just stayed in that world forever. Of what? Dan- Sam Hain and Danzig. Why come back to the Misfits? Well, besides money. I wonder if it 
is even good by Misfits standards? I don't know. It probably is because Misfits standards in my mind are so low that uh, anything is going to be okay. I can't fathom going to it. I'm sure it's atrocious, but... I've heard that on top of how bad they are at performing Jerry's version of the Misfits. I don't know if any of this changes when Danzig gets back into the picture. I don't know if he brings people in or he's got higher standards for shit or whatever, but Jerry's version of the Misfits, I've heard, has one of the worst sound techs in the business. The front of house guy. I've heard that the front of house sound is just abysmal every fucking one of their shows. Shout out to that guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, guy. Sorry, dude. People don't care. They want to see the Misfits. The Misfits can be summed up by one song, a t-shirt, and that's it. Which song? Last Caress. Okay. Here's some lyrics from a different song that I think we might need to just really absorb, think about for right. a little let's, bit. Let's take it in. Let's I mean, take it in. Really put your thinking cap on here. Deep breath. I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. You better think about it, baby. I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. You better think about it, baby. Okay, let that sink in for one second. How does it make you feel? I, well, like this is fucking stupid because it is. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes me feel too. It's exactly what it makes me feel. Why does everyone like that? I don't know. You go. But if any, you put that shit on a bar, people are gonna go. Any fucking oh, bar. Shit. Oh shit! I ain't no goddamn son <laughs> of a bitch. You yeah. better think about it. Just fucking lose their oh mind. Oh my god! If you play that shit at karaoke, and you're probably gonna get laid that night because people just respond to it, even though if they actually think about what he's saying, it makes no fucking sense. One thing I forgot that I want to make sure we get in here is the misfits are in that ICP movie, Big Money Hustlers. Yeah, I mean, that's, all, that's a great way to end the podcast. It's like the ultimate way to end the podcast. I should say, I haven't seen the movie. Maybe it's good. I have nothing to say to that. I obviously don't think it's good. If your favorite band sucks. <laughs> if your favorite band sucks. <laughs> Are you drunk? Yeah, I guess I am. If your favorite band is a t-shirt, and that t-shirt says The Misfits. Your favorite band sucks. You are welcome for a very special surprise Halloween month episode of Your Favorite Band is a T-Shirt. Now, I lied again for all you new listeners. I do that sometimes. It's not a mistake. Nobody looked at a calendar the wrong way. I think lying is funny, and I like to do it. I've always been very upfront and honest about that. All right, we got the lie in. We got the Timely Misfits episode out in October. Now, we really do have to get that Queen episode out before the Queen movie comes out, and everyone already knows how much that band sucks. We can't get scooped by a major motion picture here, people, especially when Queen is so bad that their episode is really one of the first ones that Mark and I recorded. So we've got hurt feelings coming straight to you next Thursday on your favorite band sucks. Easily the best podcast in the world. And if you know a single person who isn't listening to this already, then you need to make their lives better by sending them an episode that you think they would like or one you think they wouldn't like. Because sometimes it's that kind of.